Hey guys, what's up? This is Andy Frisella here. You're listening to Big MX Radio, but when you're done with this episode, come check out the MFCEO project, the MFCEO.com. I got all your motivation. I've got everything you need to know about running your brand. I've got everything you need to know about getting shit done, and we can do it together. Welcome to the Big MX Radio podcast brought to you by Sickwix.com. Sickwix candles, the best soy candles on the market. Go to Sickwix.com right now, and they're actually having a, uh, a free shipping. If you uh, enter discount code, I believe it's shipped, you can get uh, free shipping anywhere in the United States. This podcast is also brought, also brought to you by The Collective Experience. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt, and with us on the line for the second time in as many months, Scott Burnworth from Maxima USA. Scott, how's it going? I'm doing great. How you, how you doing? Good hey, to be I'm on not, again. I'm not doing too bad. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped to have you on the phone, my friend. Tons of stories and the, uh, the, the history runs deep with a guy like yourself, uh, literally like growing up in Southern California, the hotbed of motocross uh, during its uh, probably like, its its most illustrious days. Like I, I really like I, I could probably have you on the heydays. The heydays, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. We could have I could have you on once a week, and you'd tell me a story that I hadn't heard before. So, uh, but so it's always a pleasure to have you on. Um, but, uh, th- this, uh, this, see, this, this podcast as annual as, uh, what's coming up this weekend is almost becoming an annual thing because I believe this is the third or fourth year in a row we're, uh, having you on to, uh, to dis- discuss a little thing called the Carlsbad reunion. Yeah. Yeah. We started, you know, it, actually this is number seven, so it's kind of crazy. It's, it's kind of flown by and, uh, yeah. I'm like, wow, this is number seven. We've been doing it, you know, seven years. So. Uh, it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and, uh, it's, it's kind of a simple deal. It's just, you know, it's just, it was kind of a thing that I thought up. It'd be really cool to get, uh, you know, all kinds of fans, racers that used to race at Carlsbad. And then I do it the day after San Diego Supercross. So I can get some of the bigger name guys, you know, like Roger DeCoster and then, you know, like, uh, you know, the last couple of years I've gotten Garrett Wolfink, um, Torsten Hamman. I mean, just, just insane, you know, guys that I looked up uh, to when I was a kid and I was just like, Oh my God, you know, Garrett yeah. Wolfink, the King of Carlsbad is here and he wanted to come and he was so happy and, uh, just great. Absolutely. It, it seems to be an event that a lot of people uh, put on their, their calendars. They keep it there. Uh, just this last year, uh, not only did they connecting with uh, Dan Geary, uh, a, a great friend of mine from Colorado, but, uh, oh, just uh, like your, your regular everyday Gary Bailey happened to be uh, hanging out. I actually didn't re- realize how tall yeah, that exactly. guy is. Yeah, exactly. It's really hard to for me to remember everybody that comes because there's been so many, uh, I mean, just like, legends of the sport i mean like you said you know Dave, david baker bailey uh geez brock brock glover brad lackey's coming this time tommy crop you know um donnie hansen comes every time rick johnson yeah uh um, jeff fisher geez, the rocket right i mean crazy, uh, rocket rex you know? state but, you guys said you had rock uh, uh rex's bike was that last year or the year prior uh, i think it was two years ago two years ago yeah 
Yeah, and like just tons of eye candy there. Amazing food, by the way. I think that, that that's uh, like I guess you line those types of things up, but those guys always knock it out of the park as far as food goes. And then uh, once you're done uh, drooling over the food, uh, head on over to the uh, the the basically the the bike show, like the vintage um, the vintage bike museum that gets gets popped up for the particular one particular yeah. day. It's gorgeous. You got some of the some bikes in there, like uh, some bull tacos. You name it, it's all in there. And uh, uh, not to mention your uh, beautiful uh, Suzuki uh, RM125 is usually shined up as well. Oh yeah, thanks. Yeah, it's really cool because you know I don't even know uh, who's bringing what. It's kind of just like they show up, and I don't know how many are coming, and I don't know what's coming. And, but I mean, guys really uh, get into it because the unique thing is this thing is not about riding. It's not about racing. You know, it's like we're not we're not riding bikes or anything. It's not a it's not a brewery called Booze Brothers uh, Brewing, and it's just a really casual thing where, you know, a lot of people, you know, don't ride anymore. So they don't want to come to the races and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, so, but they love coming to this cause you know, I mean, who can't sit around, look, look at bikes and, and drink beer and talk about, you know, motocross past and see legends and, you know, just have fun for the day. For sure, that's what it's all about. I think that's that's grassroots uh, motocross in and of itself is is getting together. Motocross is a social sport. Swapping those stories, uh, getting in there with uh, I, I've I've had lengthy conversations with Brad Lackey. I've had long long conversations with uh, with Larry Huffman, who unfortunately won't be there this year due to illness. Yeah. But uh, like the the it just it's endless. And one actually one of my favorite parts about it um, is is watching the. The, the legends, including yourself, Scott, to just like when you guys start to swap stories and I can just be a fly on the wall to watch you guys uh, like just reminisce over things. That is one of the coolest things for me, uh, just watching you guys sort of swap stories and kind of crack on each other a little bit. And uh, it, like the, the true enjoyment of that is, is comes through as well. So it, like it, it's an awesome time. Yeah. I mean, the stories that come out, it's just like, you know, some of the guys, I mean, probably one of the best you know, the most interesting guys is probably Rocket Rex because the guy, you know, he rode every brand. He rode, he rode at Carl, you know, he lived, he was from SoCal. So he, he rode, uh, Carlsbad, you know, GPs, you know, whatever, uh, you know, local races forever. And, um, yeah, he's got some stories, uh, uh, just incredible. For sure. So how, how did this, uh, thing get going seven years ago? Um, I just had an idea, you know, kind of just tying it in with the San Diego Supercross, like I said, and, um, you know, it was always one of my favorite tracks because I grew up in SoCal. It was Carlsbad Saddleback, you you know, every week, you know, every other weekend you go Carlsbad Saddleback. It was CMC, um, run by Stu Peters and his family. And, uh, I mean, those races were like, they were literally like nationals, the big, because everybody, all the factory riders, all the SoCal fast riders were there. I mean, you have, you know, 40 riders on the lines for the pro class, you know, and just stacked, you know, it's just crazy. And that's why I think it helped a lot of us, you know, SoCal racers, you know, to go in the factory, you know, factory rides and, and, and then go on the nationals and, 
you know, compete and be competitive, you know, like Brock and, you know, Marty Smith and Croft and, and all these guys, you know? So, I mean, it was a hotbed and, uh, but Carlsbad was my favorite cause I always liked the dirt. I, I'm more of a hard pack guy, you know? Yeah. Uh, not really a soft, you know, sand guy. Cause there, I, you know, obviously there isn't much around here growing up. So, um, and there's just so many good memories there. I, you know, I started racing, you know, I raced the YZ 80 there and just all through my career, I, I raced there and I, I just love the place. It would, it's the closest track, you know, to basically, you know, San Diego, uh, right. Like it's right there. Major track. Yeah. You know, it's probably, you know, whatever, 30, uh, 40 minutes away. How far is the track and, from um, La, jo- uh, La, Ho- La Jolla? Um, like, it's probably about 25 minutes. Yeah. But maybe. Minutes. Yeah. Which is amazing. The beach. No, no, no big deal. You know, you guys are spoiled. Yeah. I live on the, the prairie. Cool Scott. It was always kind of associated with Carlsbad, which is, you know, it's, it's kind of a hotbed for surfing and, you know, uh, it beach culture and yeah. it's only, you know, it's maybe five miles inland, uh, and, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, I, I just look at some of the old pictures and I've got all these old pictures that I pull off, you know, different sites and whatnot. I mean, you look at the crowds and you just go, Oh my God, like how many people are there? It looked like a hundred thousand people just standing on the hills. You know, they, you know, they slept overnight, you know, it was just, you know, the good days. <laughs> Absolutely. And I guess that's why now with the track gone and uh, you want to be able to uh, rekindle those old days. And, uh, and I got to feel like when the track went away, that would have uh, been a pretty big uh, blow to the community lo- like in and around that area. Like what, what type of uh, impact yeah. did that, that uh, the track closing have and, yeah. uh, and why did yeah. it close in the first place? Yeah, it was a bummer because, you know, that was in 2004, 2004. And it was pretty much all because of development, you know, and the land was so expensive. It's so expensive around there. And, you know, uh, I think, a you know, a huge company just bought it out and, you know, that was it. You know, they closed it down and, and the, the owner, Larry Grismerer and his family, I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure they sold it to that company. And uh, that was it. I mean, you know, now it's, I mean, there's parts, portions of the track still there that you can kind of make out, but um, most of it's gone. And you know, it's, it's uh, uh, office, commercial buildings, and stuff like that. Um, but you can still see some of it. Fair enough. Well, you guys don't have nearly enough concrete commercial buildings down in SoCal. Yeah, right. Especially that area is like really growing up. It's it's really crowded now. It's you know a lot of traffic and stuff. And yeah, it's is. kind of a bummer, you know. For sure, I I often uh, whenever I'm missing Southern California, I just uh, I bring up uh, the area that I was staying in in the, on the maps, and uh, I I just look yeah. at gridlock and all of the red on the highways, and like maybe oh, you don't yeah. miss it so much. Um, but it is minus thirty two today uh, here in Winnipeg. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I would tell you it's about uh it's probably seventy five here right now. It's like summer. <laughs> <laughs> 
But uh, like, and that's typically the weather you guys get to enjoy at the Carlsbad reunion. Uh, when do doors open on the thing? Like, obviously, it's it's like it's a bit of a like people will come early and they sort of loiter throughout the day. When are they welcome to start loitering? Yeah, it opens at the doors open at eleven o'clock, and uh, like I said, it's a it's a day after the Supercross. So if you're going down the Supercross, come by the next day. It starts at eleven, ends about you know five. I think. The place closes at seven. Um, it's pretty cool. Yeah, no, I've I've definitely been guilty of uh, of talking people's ears off until they're booting me out of there around seven o'clock. Maybe helping a few people yeah. roll those those vintage bikes out of the uh, out of the the whole location. Uh, what 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 do you look forward to the most when it comes to these types of things? Like obviously, like guys like Brock. Uh, Glover are people that you see probably on a little bit more re- regular basis than others. What is it that you yeah. look forward to? Because uh, this is an event that seems that it's pretty close to your heart uh, as well. Yeah, it's always kind of anticipating because every every time something surprising like happens, you know, um, you know, may, like a couple years ago, John Gregory, you know, flew down and and, and came and you know, from JT, if you don't know, the original owner of JT. Right. And then, uh, you know, his wife Rita comes uh, also on a regular basis. And and then this this lady, I, I didn't really know her at the time, but she showed up and she had like one of my jerseys from uh, 1982, like a factory Yamaha JT. And I'm like, and she brought it. And I'm just like, oh my God. <laughs> like, because I don't have a ton of my old stuff yet and uh right. are still still yeah. and uh it was really cool because john was there and then you know see we got some pictures with uh, her and the jersey and and uh yeah it was really cool uh i was stoked for sure and then, um, but get, but get there's out. always someone that shows up you know surprise i mean you know larry grismore like the original owner of carlsbad is there every time he loves it i mean he's still like where is wearing the same gear that he wore you know when he was at the track Love you know <laughs> so many years ago and he's so he the guy's got a such a clear mind and everything it's like really really cool hey big mx listeners thanks for listening to this episode check out these commercials support our sponsors we'll be right back to the show thanks for listening hey big mx listeners let's talk a little bit about sick wicks candles Sickwix is the small business that you may not have heard of so far, and that's why they're on the show right now. That's why we need to get you informed. Soy-based candles are phenomenal. They're not made with the same harmful chemicals that a paraffin wax candle are made from, and the scents are unbelievable. You need to check these out. The Morning Moto smells like coffee. The Privateer smells like beer, as it should. All these awesome candles, you got to check them out. They're motocross, dedicated and uh, they, they, they burn nice and clean. They got that wood wick that sounds awesome. It, it pops and crackles just like a real fire. And uh, it's going to make your garage smell better. It's going to make your living room smell better. And if you take them into the bedroom, don't tell me about it, but enjoy it. You're going to love these candles, and you can find them at sickwicks.com. Head there right now. Enjoy them, and you're going to love them. Absolutely. Check them out. Only recently have the health benefits of CBD products been acknowledged by the masses. CBD is every bit as powerful as it is misunderstood. In the past, we've known so little about a vital system that exists in every single one of us. Medterra CBD products promote wellness and overall improved health 
so that you can be your very best each day. A passionate and dedicated staff have developed an impressive lineup of CBD products which help as a sleep aid, an anti-inflammatory, and for pain relief. Why choose Medterra CBD? Medterra CBD products are of the highest quality, purity tests are done extremely frequently, and their responsive and dedicated customer care team will guide you through your CBD journey. For more information or to browse Medterra CBD's products, please visit www.medterracbd.com. Medterra CBD, our CBD, your health. Since 1979, Maxima USA has changed lubrication. Industry-leading products have equated to hundreds of championships wherever quality lubricants are needed. Maxima has built a reputation for great quality by earning lifelong customers one at a time. Customers who trust in the complete lineup of products from Maxima USA. From our flagship Castor 927 mixing oil to our famous SC1, and the full array of market-leading products. Maxima has what you need on the track and in the garage. Maxima racing oils are proudly made in the USA. For more information, visit www.maximausa.com. We're going to do whatever we want, and if you're cool with it, you're cool with it. If you're not, we're still going to do the thing. I can just let go. Put our middle fingers up with a smile and let it roll. It's not just out there and train to be number one because it's more losers and winners in this world. I grew up in Newhall. That was 805. I got into this can. I said, that is a badass fucking can. The beer's even better inside. We have a band of brothers. They're different. They just like to have a good time and live life, have fun, and kill it. Fast house is nothing but fun. We all want to feel good. The average guy can go out there, throw down. I did it my way, and it's all that matters. It's not easy to do this shit. My girl's looking at me to support her, and I've got a broken leg from dirt bike. You see a lot of people that fall out of it. It's all so based on results and being the winner. That mentality of the 60s, 70s, that's what we try to do is bring that back where it's not so serious. I don't really like the super competitiveness of it. I like to bring something that's more lighthearted. Probably all serious about it at one point and kind of realized let's just have fun. That's what my old man did, and it just really resonated with me riding a dirt bike on that fine line of glory and disaster. Throw your leg over a bike and haul ass across the desert and feel free. 90% of people that own a motorcycle go out on the weekends and they just want to have fun. Can't ever take that for granted. Two wheels till the wheels fall off, man. Once 
once I feel like you become a man, you know, you get off the track and you're exhausted and you're just an ice cold beer, just nothing sounds better than that. This fast house crew is gonna break the mold how it used to be and maybe even then some. Big MX listeners, Supercross season is coming, and that means the return of the collective experience. Nobody brings you closer. Nobody gives you an exclusive experience where you are part of a privateer's racing program throughout the day. I'm talking pre-race strategy, filming practice sessions, talking about the racetrack, meeting the riders, getting cool swag, getting to hang out with guys like Dave Drakes, getting to hang out with guys like me at the track. It's an awesome program, and the money goes right back to the privateers. You're actually supporting their racing program, and you get a really cool experience. Check it out, Google. The collective experience, first thing that pops up, you can check out their intern program. You can check out all that fun stuff. You guys need to get on this program. Check it out. You can like Collective EX, I believe, on Instagram. Uh, the Collective XP is their uh, website, I believe. Check them out, The Collective Experience. Dave Drake's over there, great friend of mine, and he wants you guys to be part of this program. Check it out. Can't wait to see you there. The Collective Experience, a proud sponsor of the Big MX Radio Podcast. Hey, guys, this is Johnny Louch from the W Training Facility, powered by Crosley. Head over to Matera and enter Team W and get 15% off. The product's amazing. You'll love it. And uh, thanks to the support of Big MX Radio Broadcasts. Love being on the show and talk to you soon. That's awesome. Uh, Just to get sidetracked for a second, I saw a tweet the other day, David Villeman thinking about giving away some of his memorabilia. I thought maybe some fans would appreciate it more than him. Uh, Love to get your Mm -hmm. thoughts on that. And of course, uh, Ricky Carmichael's response saying that he actually gave away quite a bit of his memorabilia and regrets it now um because um like you 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 can't bring that stuff back like there's like maybe you can make a replica of it or maybe you could have something similar to it or or like a a different colorway but like honestly if if it's me i'm a bit selfish honestly and i'm a probably the most nostalgic guy you'll ever meet um you'd have to get one of my race jerseys if i was a professional motocross racer you'd have to get uh, one of my race jerseys out of my cold dead hands uh, because, um, that yeah. stuff, it's just, they, they, they don't make it anymore. You know what I mean? Like as much as like you guys probably got like a, a, a lot of jerseys over the years and like, a lot of one-off yeah. races and stuff. Um, it's just that, that's like, to me, like it's all special. And, um, I, I, that's why I've always been sheepish about asking guys for, for jerseys and stuff like that, just because I know how hard it would be for me to give it up. Yeah. You know, I'm kind of bummed about it a little bit because I, you know, I I did have a lot of stuff when I quit and, and that I really don't know exactly where it went. You know, I kind of gave some away and, and then I don't know, you know, like you, I don't know, have a garage sale and throw it out there. <laughs> you know, it didn't mean that much that, but now it's like, uh, Oh man, I just wish I had a lot of it back. Cause I, you know, I don't really have a lot of my Suzuki, you know, Suzuki stuff or, stuff like that. I have, um, like my helmets too. I had, you know, obviously I had a ton of helmets and I've got a few left, but not really the ones that I, I would like, you yeah. know, I, I do have a, a couple like factory Yamaha bell open faces, which is super cool. Yeah. I have like, uh, 
I have like my original Bell Star that I raced when I was just, you know, like 10 starting out. Um, yeah, so I have a, a, a couple pretty cool ones, a few Troy Lee ones. Uh, one, one from 87 where I, that was my last year I showed up to Anaheim because I didn't have a, a ride. I bought my own, uh, Honda, uh, 250, a CR 250, uh, 87. Mm-hmm. And Mitch at Pro Circuit, uh, redid it all for me, just super fast bike and, and I just showed up, you know, I didn't have a practice bike or anything. I, so I had to use that. So, uh, I didn't get a lot of time on it before and I wasn't just super comfortable and I, I didn't end up making the main, but, um, uh, at that same race, some, some guys from KTM Spain were at the race and they were looking for somebody to go to Spain to race the, uh, Spanish national champion for them on a KTM. And they, they came and talked to me at the race and, you know, we talked the next day and all this. So I ended up going over there for like six months and that was oh, really? pretty much the, the end. That was the end of my run right there. I, after that, I just, I was done. Did you keep anything from your, uh, your little stay in Europe? Yeah, I've got a few, uh, I got a lot of pictures. I got, a, a I got a lot of, uh, a few really unique trophies like from Spain. Um, I actually had to leave this one that I really liked. It was like a handmade pot. It was about, I don't know, it was like two and a half feet high, just really cool. Hmm. You know, it was for one race and I couldn't be back because it was just, you know, I couldn't put it on a plane or anything. So, hmm. um, yeah, that my time over there was like really cool. I, it was fun. I was, but I was really, really homesick. You know, all my friends were here and, you know, I was still young and, um, uh, I had a great time though over there. I would, I, I really want to go back and kind of visit now just to check it out again. For sure. Rekindle old memories, just like, uh, at the, the Carlsbad reunion, uh, which is coming up this, yep. this weekend, uh, not the Saturday, but the Sunday. So once you're done watching Supercross, head on to, to over to, uh, uh, booze brothers, uh, brewery. They are yep. awesome. They have so, so many beers on tap. Um, you'll have to, uh, to keep yourself on some sort of a short leash because they do get, uh, uh, those are pretty potent and they, uh, they're, they're too, yeah. they go down a little bit too smooth, um, for, to, to not just keep continuing, continuously enjoying them. Yeah. You, you definitely got to pace yourself. Yeah. Um, what, uh, like, um, where can people find tickets? Can they buy them at the door? And of course you always like, because you're, you're a design guy, uh, mm. like the, you guys always have some really cool uh, t-shirts and stuff like that. How do people pre-order those? Yeah. Because uh, you, you want to get a little bit of a keepsake if this is if this is your first time going to the Carlsbad yeah. Union or if yeah. this is your seventh time going to the Carlsbad Union. You want to get a little keepsake. And uh, and maybe I, I need to get online to, that, to, to at least get one of these shirts because if I'm not going to be there, I might as well at least uh, uh, I can get a t-shirt to yeah. at least tell people I went. Yeah, well, that's the hard thing because I, I kind of just do it low-key. I, I do like a pre-order and then kind of whoever orders orders and I do, I don't do a lot extra because I don't want to get stuck with them. So, yeah. um, it's kind of, kind of limited and unique. Um, I'll have a few extras at, at the, uh, at the reunion. And then, uh, actually as, as I speak, I'm making some, uh, like beer mugs kind of with a wrap, you know, I like it's that. like a wrap sticker. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so it'll be like Carl's bad MX reunion. Uh, it's a big, uh, your clear glass beer mug. So nice. I have a few of those 
on hand and uh that's pretty much it you know absolutely no and and so uh, and people can buy tickets uh like uh, at the location no shortage of that well, and then no no oh. this is the, this is the good thing about it it's free there are no tickets oh that's right <laughs> so you just show up and in. enjoy yourself yeah you can't beat that for no sure. you cannot um and, and it, for, just, it just kind of goes back to like, i can't i can't charge because it's a, a brewery right and, and uh you know so that's the whole thing i mean Right, if it's basically I, just a tap house I, that people walk into. Yeah, if I if I really wanted to, I could probably you know if it was bigger and you know I could get a permit you know or something like that. Yeah, but it I just like to keep it low key and you know that they're all stoked because you know I bring you know on a Sunday you know I think we probably have you know I don't know not all at once but you know probably five you know oh, I don't know three five, to five hundred people. people going through there. Um, you know, some people come early and leave, some people come late and, you know, hang out for a little bit. So, yeah. And some people come early and they stay, um, for those who are listening and uh, they want to bring their vintage bike down, they like, they, they're just hearing about this, but they live in the area. They want to, uh, to show off. Um, is yeah. it, like, is it like, an actual show and shine where there's like some prizes? I know last year, just about everybody no, got I mean, a, uh, uh, you know, I, 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 I keep it pretty low key. It's just kind of like a, a display, I yeah, guess you'd show say, you know, so everyone can kind of check it out. And, and, uh, I usually give, uh, each guy that brings a bike, you know, a little goodie bag, Maxima bag with, you know, you know, hundred percent little goodies. Uh, and then usually like a little metal, um, just, you know, participation metal. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to do the metals this year. Um, uh, Still kind of working on it. I'm kind of working late. <laughs> that, I was going to say that that sounds like uh, uh, was an eleventh hour deal at this point. But uh, if if you did get that together, I don't know the, the, that's been a feature of the last couple of years. How much uh, how much SC one uh, do you need to uh, to put on a, a vintage bike to to dress it up properly? <laughs> I mean, jeez, uh, I don't know. I guess it depends how hammered it is. <laughs> you know, but a lot of these bikes that guys bring are just immaculate you know a, a lot of guys that bring them you know they don't race anymore so their bikes are like you know there's some show bikes there's some kind of race you know race bikes you can tell they were raced but they're really clean and unique and just a, a vast array of you know i mean from the years from you know early you know late 60s to up to you know, the nineties, the two strokes, Hondas, you know, Yamaha's, whatever. Uh, yeah, this is all kinds of different bikes. Love it. And, Taco uh, mini bikes. <laughs> for sure. No, like there's even been some pretty trick, uh, um, like Honda XR 75, those things. And those are probably the ones that guys crowd around the most. Cause everyone, everybody had one. Um, yeah. like the, those, those are, uh, like basically you're, you're kind of like, a the staple of Southern California, the, the, the XR 75. Did, did you grow up on one of those at all? Did you ride, did you, did you ride one or were you a Yamaha? Guy? Yeah. You know, uh, you know what I was, it was kind of, kind of weird because I grew up down here South and, uh, the track that I kind of grew up on was Barona Oaks and it was kind of our local, you know, it was pretty much specific to minis, but you could ride, you could ride a big bike, but it was like, it was all geared toward minis and families, and it was so cool. 
Um, but um, I grew up um, actually racing a Yamaha YZ80A. That was kind of my first like race race bike, you know. When all everybody else was on XRs, all the hopped up XRs, and it was like I don't know why, but my somehow we whatever it was a sponsor or my dad just liked the two stroke. I don't know, but uh, yeah, I ended up started on that. You know, rode that for many years, um, rode Yamaha's for many years. And then I got my, kind of my shot, you know, kind of moving up, getting a better sponsor through R&D Racing uh, and uh, riding Suzuki's on the RM80s. And those things were just, I jumped from the Yamaha's to those and I was, they were just insane. It was like going to a full works bike, you know, I mean. One of the eighties I had, it had, it had like Elsinore forks, like converted Elsinore forks on it, which they were just burly looking, but they, they worked really good. And, you know, it had like, I think S and W moved up shocks in the back and, you know, handmade pipe and no way. And Dean in, in the motors, but Dean is just the master when it comes to, you know, two stroke motors, especially on the little bikes, I mean, any bike, but you know, he, that's his niche, you know, mm -hmm. especially he's still doing it, you know, making those things rip. So yeah, it was a good time. Heck yeah, man. Well, I'm, I'm excited for you. I'm excited for this weekend, uh, coming up booze brothers on, uh, I believe that's the fourth is the fourth or the third. It's the third, the February, third of 3rd. February. Uh, I'm sure you wish, you were uh, having to fit a, uh, a the biggest screen TV you could in there so you could watch your Saints play in the Super Bowl. Unfortunately, did not make it yeah. uh, thanks to an egregious missed call. Um, but uh, I hope yeah. that uh, all of the good times and the stories can help you just uh, completely forget that the Super Bowl is even happening around that time. You can go home and watch the highlights. Uh, and, and um, yeah, I hope a lot of people come out to yeah, this thing. In, in that sense, it, you know, it probably actually worked out better for me because I don't, you know, I won't have to concentrate on this, on the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, uh, but, but for everyone that, that wants to watch it, we're going to have it on the big screen and some nice. other, uh, TVs in the place. So, and it starts later. So, uh, we'll have it on. There you go. Awesome, man. Well, uh, I, I'm really excited to, to, uh, to hear all the stories. I, I'll definitely uh, call you up to, to see if I can uh, gra grab some of the gossip that gets thrown around at the Carlsbad reunion, this being the seventh year. Um, like, uh, yeah, we'll probably have, we'll, we'll probably, we'll try to have somebody do some Facebook live or something yeah. like that. Uh, you know, maybe, uh, that'd be cool if you were coming down, I'd put you in charge <laughs> next year. <laughs> uh, the, <laughs> yeah. Carl's battery unit number eight, we're going to do, we'll do Facebook live and, uh, we'll get like, maybe we can even set up a little, uh, uh, little booth, like a little rolling, uh, I have like me as a, yeah. as a, a, a host of it and just like bring people in for, uh, like 15, 20 minutes at yeah. a time, swap some stories. Yeah, totally. That'd be cool. Totally. I know yeah. that'd be great. You can just move around, you know, talk to Lackey, Brock Oliver, yes. you know, all these guys. So all the boys. That's pretty cool. Awesome. Yeah, let's do it. Heck yeah, Scott. Well, I'll uh, I'll let you get to the back to the rest of your Saturday afternoon. Hopefully, uh, you're, you're able to relax and uh, before heading back into uh, Maxima USA uh, for another hard week's work before you head into uh, the College yeah. Bad Union and the the San Diego. Actually, Supercross. I'm 
I'm getting ready for our uh, first minute race tomorrow too. Uh, oh, there you go. Yeah, CalVMX opener at at Paris Raceway um, tomorrow. If anyone listening is in the vintage, we'll all be there tomorrow. What are you uh, riding tomorrow? First race of the season. I'll be riding the RM125. There you go. The 87, yeah. Right on. So you get that thing yeah. all dirty tomorrow, and then you have to uh, uh, then you have to clean it up. Yeah. Well, actually, don't. I, I don't. My, uh, a buddy of mine uh, keeps the bike and, and dials it in. So. Oh, perfect. <laughs> and I really appreciate it. Uh, my friend Gary Foxen. And, uh, yeah, he dials it in, keeps it all clean. Um, I'm not much of a mechanic myself. So, uh, I just like riding. Fair enough. What then, uh, in your professional, in your professional days or maybe even after what, what is your most, uh, egregious, uh, mechanical blunder that you ever committed on one of your bikes and possibly even a factory? Oh, well, I don't know if I had, I didn't, you know, I didn't do any major work on my bikes. Uh, you know, when, when I was factory guy, uh, uh, I would just do little, you know, do the filter and all that kind of stuff, you know, probably the, probably maybe the one, the worst thing would be, you know, put the filter in bad and it sucks a bunch of dirt or something like that. <laughs> and, uh, but I didn't get too involved in, uh, you know, changing tires and all that kind of stuff. I, I tried to stay away from that, you know, Fair enough. I can do the little, little things here and there, but I'll keep the, uh, technical stuff to the experts fair enough i think we're 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 in a similar boat as far as our our our, uh, mechanical abilities here scott i think uh that's why we you gotta hire a professional but um yeah this has always been fun i i love having you on the podcast so we can chit chat and uh and and shoot the shit about uh uh, races races gone by and uh, and parties coming up so i hope everyone uh makes time to head on down to uh booze brothers this uh, Sunday coming up, not tomorrow, obviously, uh, but yeah. uh, on the on the third of February, everyone should descend on Booze Brothers. Yeah, Go so th- so it's, it's it's Booze Brothers yeah. uh, Brewing in Vista, Vista California, yeah. and it's it's actually right down the street from the old Carlsbad Raceway. That's kind of why we do it there. Yeah. So, and, Vi- Vi- and Vista and Carlsbad is kind of uh, they they meet up, you know, the two cities. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, I hope uh, that also that Andy Backen can show up from 100% again and, and uh, be showing off some of the products from those guys. Those guys have amazing goggles, and it's great to see that, yeah. that they support it. Uh, you'll most likely get one of those uh, SC1 um, air fresheners if you don't already have one. I still have one in my truck. It doesn't smell like anything anymore, but I still yeah. have it. That's what's important. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's always a pleasure. If you, have some to- SC, if you have some SC1, just take it off and... Uh, Respray it. I, I do yeah. have that. I, thanks to you, I yeah. have that. So maybe I'll, uh, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll respray that thing before I uh, head out this afternoon. Yeah, sounds good, man. Awesome. Well, it's always a pleasure, Scott. Well, you have a great rest of your day, and uh, don't hang up just yet. But for podcast sake, we're gonna cut it off right there. All right. Thank you for listening to the Big MX Radio podcast. This podcast has been brought to you by. Maxima USA, proven under the toughest conditions. The Collective Experience. Access your dreams at thecollectivexp.com. Sickwix candles, soy candles, and wax melts for moto fans like you. 
Medterra CBD, our CBD, your health. Find out more at medterracbd.com.